Hey everyone, my name's Davis, and welcome to the eighth episode of the Airballers podcast. The Grizzlies have finally broken their four-game losing streak with a win against the Oklahoma City Thunder, basically sealing their spot in the play-in tournament. To quote Kevin O'Connor's tweet after this fantastic win, to pass Memphis in the standings, San Antonio, Phoenix, Sacramento, and New Orleans would have to go undefeated the rest of the way, and Memphis would have to drop their final three games. This was a fantastic win for the Grizzlies. They were playing fantastic basketball, and a lot of the advice I had for the team, they did extremely well. To recap what I talked about last episode, I thought the Grizzlies needed to account for the Thunder's great quickness, their suffocating defense, and their need to maintain focus going through the rest of these seeding games. When it came to accounting for the Thunder's quickness, I thought the Grizzlies did fantastic. They did not allow the ball handler to have space. They were very quick on their feet to make sure that they were still remaining in front of their man. And for the most part, we did not allow the Thunder's quickness to get the best of us and allowed us to do a lot better defensively. At times throughout the game, players like Chris Paul and like SGA did outrun the defender, but overall, I have few complaints for this Grizzlies team when it came to quickness. The next thing that I talked a lot about last episode was the Thunder's great suffocating defense. There was definitely a lot of suffocating defense present in this game, but it wasn't from the Thunder, it was actually from the Grizzlies. The Grizzlies defensively were fantastic. They were staying on their man. They were very quick with the feet. They were being very suffocating, not allowing any space whatsoever, forcing the ball movement from the other team. And often it led to a lot of turnovers and a lot of points from us instead. We were able to stay down defensively for the most part and were able to force a lot of bad shots on the Thunder's behalf as like they did with us in those previous games last year. We made them run out the shot clock and made them force bad shots and often turnovers and misses. For the game, we only allowed the Thunder to shoot 30% from three and 35% from the field. On the other hand, the Grizzlies shot 55% from the field and 35% from three, showing that their suffocating defense did not affect us in the slightest. When the Thunder were using suffocating defense on us, we were able to remain locked in and were able to actually use it to our advantage where, like I said in last episode, when they would swarm the paint, when we would drive or anything like that, we were taking a lot of advantage of their suffocating defense by forcing a lot of fouls and we ended up drawing more fouls and going to the free throw line more often than this fantastic disciplined Thunder team. And the last thing I talked about last episode was the need for the Grizzlies to maintain focus through this game and many other games to come, and they did exactly that. This Grizzlies team was simply playing fantastic basketball. They looked incredibly polished, especially with that ball movement. The ball movement looked fantastic. It very much kept the Thunder on their toes, even with their incredible quickness. They were drawing the fouls they needed. They were getting great looks. They were making all the shots they needed. They looked just simply fantastic. They were able to pick up the things they did poorly in other games and do fantastic in this game, where they were guarding great perimeter-wise. They were grabbing offensive boards. They were preventing great space and shots from this Thunder team, and they simply just looked confident and great. Obviously, this Grizzlies team has gone through a lot this past week with all their losses and with all of their players injured, but they were able to pull through in this game, play fantastic basketball, and put a great product on the floor, which the Grizzlies fans desperately deserved. If this team is able to maintain this focus, this level of play, going into these next three games, where, mind you, the Raptors, Celtics, and Bucks, who knows if they will be playing their full strength or if they will be resting players going into these last few seeding games. It's hard to tell, it's hard to predict, but we definitely should look at this Raptors game coming on Sunday as a regular matchup and not hope that they are resting their players. 
Unfortunately, the Grizzlies have not played the Raptors this season or in a year and a half since January of 2019. It's sad to even realize the fact that the Grizzlies and Marc Gasol have even reunited yet as their last game together was before the Marc Gasol trade. So overall, there's very little film that the Grizzlies can personally go over, so we just need to watch how they play against other teams. And after considering all of that, the first advice, the first thing I think that the Grizzlies should look out for going into this Raptors game is simply defense. Obviously, defense alone is a very broad point, but the Raptors' defense is one of the best in the league, right behind the Bucks. We can reflect on great defensive teams like the Celtics and like the Thunder. Luckily, this Thunder game was our last game because they are a great defensive team, and obviously we did very good against that great defense. Hopefully, we can use that momentum to do extremely well against this Raptors team, as Nick Nurse's system is incredible defensively. When even talking about film, the uniqueness of this Raptors team is that they adjust their system and they adjust their defense to every single team they play, so it's really hard to tell what they can do against us. But defensively, this Raptor team is quick, they have fantastic basketball IQ, and they have a plan for every single possession and play that the Grizzlies might throw at them. If the Grizzlies drive, they're going to collapse their defense to prevent that and pack the paint. If we're on the perimeter, they're going to start defending at the half court and be suffocating. If we start doing our fantastic ball movement as showcased in this Thunder game, they're going to be able to catch up, keep up, and stay down defensively and not make stupid mistakes. When talking about stupid mistakes with this Raptors team, the next point that I want to talk about is discipline. I talk about discipline with every great team we go against, but it just is going to remain the same and remain true for this Raptors team. Like I said, they're going to stay down defensively. They're not going to make stupid mistakes. They're going to be able to draw the fouls they want and make sure that we make stupid fouls on our part. They're not going to allow a lot of turnovers, but they are going to make sure that they allow a lot of turnovers on our part as well. This Raptors team is the second best steal team in the league this year, right behind Chicago, which means they are the best steal team in the bubble. With their great length and size and athleticism from every man on the floor at all times, they're going to be able to knock away the balls that they want, be able to steal the balls they want. So we need to be making sure that we are disciplined ourselves when it comes to our passing lanes and our simple basketball IQ. Nick Nurse's Raptor system allows them to think three steps ahead of their opponents at all times, so we need to be making sure that we are quick on our feet, making quick, smart decisions, and not allowing this Raptors team to get the best of us. In this Thunder game, we were very disciplined. We were very good when it came to a lot of the things that this Raptors team can exploit, so we need to be making sure that we are maintaining that focus that I talked about last episode. And the last thing that I want to talk about when it comes to this Raptor team is dominance. This team is dominant in every part of their game defensively and offensively. Defensively with players like Pascal Siakam, Marc Gasol, and OG Ananobi, but with players offensively also like Pascal and Marc Gasol, also players like Kyle Lowry. There is a reason why this team is defending champions, and it's not necessarily because of Kawhi Leonard. This team has showed that they can stand on their own merits and their own skill and their own fantastic coaching in order to prevail and get that number two seed in the East. Players like Pascal Siakam is quick and can drive and is very dominant when he wants to in the paint with his length, speed, and athleticism. This all-star captain and others on the team can score anywhere they want on the floor and make the other team bend to their will. We're definitely losing a lot with the loss of Jaron Jackson Jr. as who is going to defend Pascal Siakam now. Jaron by far was our best defender, and the next two great defenders on this Grizzlies team are both guards, which are completely undersized to guard Pascal. 
the defense is definitely going to have to be by committee this game with things like zone defense having to work in our favor as man-to-man defense might allow the other team to score on us too frequently. Ja and Dylan are obviously going to be fine this game when it comes to their defensive assignments, but because of our lack of wing depth, we are definitely going to have to bring some team defense. So obviously, I gave this Raptor team a lot of well-deserved praise, but it's simply because of the fact that the Grizzlies don't have a lot to work off of going into this Raptors game. Hopefully, the Grizzlies can piggyback off this fantastic Thunder win to be successful in this upcoming game, and I believe they can do so if they're able to maintain their focus with things like their great playmaking and ball handling and ball movement, their great discipline at drawing fouls, the ability to grab offensive rebounds and just rebounds in general, and being able to maintain our great paint defense while also maintaining great perimeter defense, make sure that we're being very suffocating on the defensive side of the ball, and just being great in in general. So yeah, those are my thoughts on this fantastic Thunder win. Like I said before in previous episodes, every game is a learning experience for this young Grizzlies team. So hopefully we can use all the knowledge and skill and just newfound confidence from this Thunder game and use that to be successful in this Raptors game and future seeding games. So to recap, we did great with compensating with the Thunder's defense. We were able to flip their suffocating defense on its head and be very suffocating while defending them. And we were able to remain focused throughout this game, and hopefully that can carry to future games. With this Raptors game, we need to be making sure that we aren't getting clamped up defensively from their guidance, from Nick Nurse, my pick for coach of the year. We need to be making sure that their discipline is not making us make stupid mistakes and make sure that we are doing well throughout the game and be disciplined ourselves. And we need to be making sure that they aren't dominant with every facet of their game in order to be successful in this game. So I want to thank y'all so much for listening to the Airballers podcast. My name's Davis. If y'all want to leave a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts or simply just listen on Spotify, let all your fellow NBA fans and friends know about the podcast, and y'all have a good one.